Kingdom Exhortations. October 2017. Read by John Morton. Good morning. Of all the prayers ever prayed, none has been more used and, when carefully read, more meaningful than the prayer Jesus taught us to pray in Matthew 6, verses 9 through 13. Quote, This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. End quote. Many remember reciting this prayer as children, and often continue to do so till this day. It is referred to as, quote, the Lord's Prayer, end quote, and Catholics call it the, quote, Our Father, end quote. Over the centuries, this prayer has been prayed an uncountable number of times, simply recited with little or no attention to its deeper meaning and purpose. The Lord's Prayer begins with, quote, Our Father in Heaven, end quote. We immediately acknowledge God as our Father, who gave His Son, Jesus Christ. And to those who received His Son, quote, He gave the right to become children of God, end quote, John 1.12. The prayer then offers Him praise and adoration for His holiness, quote, hallowed be your name, end quote. We thus glorify His name and pray that He will be viewed and treated as holy by the world and, specifically, by us. We treat Him as holy by glorifying His name in all we do, by being obedient to His commands, and by fearing His name more than anything the world can bring against us. The prayer then expresses the desire to see the establishment of His kingdom and His will on earth, just as it is in heaven. To this point, we have claimed our given place as children of God, praised and honor our Father, and prayed that His will be done in everything on earth, including within us. This sets the priority for the way our prayers should begin and dramatically differs from most of our prayers which are simply requests for God's help and provision in difficult situations. From the Lord's Prayer, we learn we should develop the habit of worshiping our Heavenly Father for who He is and what He has done and declaring our submission to His will being done in all things. Remember Jesus who, quote, fell with His face to the ground and prayed, My Father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. End quote Matthew 26, 39. The second half of the Lord's Prayer is where requests for God's help are contained. It is worth noting that we are at the midpoint of the prayer before asking for anything, which is in stark contrast to most of our self-centered prayers dwelling on our self-perceived wants and needs. In the prayer, we have established God's preeminence before we ask to, quote, Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. End quote. Notice that we are asking God for what we need today, which establishes the necessity for daily prayer. We need to pray for forgiveness every day, while remembering it is our duty to forgive all those that have wronged us. The prayer continues with, quote, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. End quote. We are told to ask our Father to keep us out of the way of temptation for the simple reason that we often do not do very well against it and are prone to failings, as we have all experienced. 
We are also told to ask our Father to deliver us and protect us from the devil and his demons. Quote, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. End quote. Ephesians 6 verse 12. It is significant to note that the requests for help in the Lord's Prayer involve things that will sustain us and draw us closer to God, making us better ambassadors of the Lord Jesus Christ, and thereby glorifying God. That is not to say we should not present all our requests to God. Quote, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. End quote Philippians 4.6 the Lord's Prayer ends the same way it began, quote, For yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. End quote. We began our prayer by praising and thanking our Heavenly Father, and we end it in the same way. The Lord's Prayer teaches us to spend more time praising and thanking God than making requests for His help, and that our requests should concentrate on things that will make us more productive in the kingdom of God. Too often we ask for things that are not His will, and that are not truly in our best interests. C.S. Lewis in Mere Christianity says that it is God's chief design to turn us into, quote, little Christ, end quote. And our prayer should be to that end. Quote, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him, end quote, Colossians 3.17. Let us go now and thoughtfully pray the prayer that Jesus taught. Take time to thoughtfully consider the words as you pray them. Begin to use this prayer as a model for all your prayers, rather than just asking for things. Begin and end your prayer times with praise, thanking your Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit for all they have already done. Be sure to ask that His kingdom would come on earth and into every area of your life, and that His will would be done, even when His will is not your current desire. And remember to ask the Lord to protect you from the devil and his demons, keeping you from temptations that may cause you to stumble and fall. Lastly, remember and determine to pray this prayer, in part or as a whole, for yourselves and for others as well. May God bless you all. Kingdom Exhortations are written by John Morton, Dave Anderson, and Tom Anderson. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomd.org. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from past sins. 2 Peter 1 verses 5-9